Fourth of July will no longer be known as an American holiday, but as the day when the world declared in one voice, we will not go quietly into the night. We will not vanish without a fight. We're going to live on. We're going to survive. Today, we celebrate our Independence Day. America! So you're gonna tell me that you don't have no black cats, no Roman candles, or screaming memes? No. Oh, come on, man. You don't got no lady fingers, buzz buttles, snicker bombs, church burners, finger blasters, gut busters, zippity doodads, or crap flappers? No, I don't. You're gonna stand there owning a fireworks stand and tell me you don't have no whistling bungholes, no spleen splitters, whisker biscuits, honky lighters, hoosker doos, hoosker don'ts, cherry bombs, nips of dazers, with or without the scooter stick, or one single whistling kitty chaser? And the heart yes! That's awesome! Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Freedom! And when I woke up this morning, I was feeling pretty dangerous. It's showtime. This is the Bold Nonsense Podcast. We might as well have a good time. drop-in money and broadcast school has really paid off at still smooth productions <laughs> oh big golf huh all right well see you later and the man you know as the smartest idiot in the world i think cerveza in a can is probably the greatest invention besides yoga pants and chipotle at st bales in everybody to episode 71 of the bold nonsense podcast let's hope this one runs a little smoother because we are missing a gentleman we will rip him later <laughs> um either that or we'll just pretend he doesn't exist the we'll cold just, shoulder we'll give him the cold shoulder we're uh, disappointed we're not angry <laughs> <laughs> you are the father of yeah. the podcast father podcast um the red light is on red light means stop thinking get a little senseless with us there are still three on 7 5 2019 that is july 5th of the year 2019 we will talk about yesterday's events in a little bit but for now we want to start episode 71 of the bold nonsense podcast by introducing saying a warm welcome to our guest the man who is a um, let's see. We don't want to say fill-in, but also we don't want to make a guy feel really bad and say improvement 
because we don't want to be too honest here. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's an improvement over the man missing, the man in California at the wedding. But here with us on the actual mic, the way this thing was intended to be, it's our buddy at... It's the same thing, right? Yeah, at, at Real Nate Kramer. At Real Nate Kramer. <laughs> I like it. Oh, boys! I'm back! What's up, guys? Or should I actually say, what it do, baby? <laughs> what it do, <laughs> baby? <laughs> nice. It had to be done, and it was our dad. I love it. He He's here to, um, well, do the NBA stuff, right? Yeah, talk free agency. I mean, you can you can do it all. But NBA free agency is why you wanted. We did get a text that say, uh, "Let me come on and talk about NBA yeah. free agency." <laughs> a lot it's a specialty. About. It's we, a specialty. Uh, I think we have we have a good amount of sports insiders. At Real Nate Kramer is our NBA insider, sports insider. Yeah. We have couple with golf, couple with football. The my favorite thing about our podcast is that we've we've created a new thing. It's the unofficial insider. Yeah. No payroll. And we don't we don't like <laughs> we don't like people who are like too too inside. Yeah. Because they're just gonna give you cookie cutter stuff. Yeah. The unofficial, they're not worried about what they have to say. They're like a they're like uh, the Van Gundy yeah. broadcasters. Yeah. He's not looking to be a coach anymore. But Mark Jackson, cookie cutter. Yeah. He can't offend anybody. Our unofficial insiders. They do. They pull no punches. Real, raw, raw and unfiltered. Yes. The, the Mike Tyson of insiders. Shoot it from the hip. We want. We just want instant reactions, and that's how it should be. Shoot him again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but but a cooler cooler people. Yeah. Okay. The other two who are here pretty much every week, the most consistent of the three regular hosts. That would be you. I was going to throw it to you, but then I was like, damn, uh, that'd be no lying. Uh, I'm at Walt Disney, happiest host on earth. You took journalism. Yeah. Get out of here. And I'm glad to be here again. Yes. And I'm glad to be joined by the duo of Kramer and Kramer, the firm Kramer and Kramer. Kramer. Yep. Kramer Brothers uh, Limited. LLC. Brothers Limited. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm the older, uh, the older Kramer brother. You know me as at Still Smooth. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Mr. PTO, and I'll give you uh, on this date fact that on this date, July 5th, um, back in 1975, you know what happened? Did you know what happened? Arthur Ashe yeah. was the first American, African-American to win the men's Wimbledon uh, championship. Pretty significant uh, accomplishment. Uh, Arthur Ashe, congratulations for making history. Um, he has his own award. He does. Uh, is, award. is that like the MVP of or, uh, tennis or like what, what is that award for? I, I've heard I the Arthur Ashe Perseverance. Award. Oh, is that? Yeah, uh, isn't it done at the okay. ESPYs? I have no idea, yeah. Well, he has his own award. I heard, yeah, <laughs> we, don't so, know, we don't know exactly what it is, is but a, he's got one. <laughs> this is a big date. Uh, so hey, we'll just go with perseverance. And you know what? We're gonna persevere without Through. our three main hosts. Nope. Without one of our main hosts. Without one of our main hosts, and we're just gonna keep on pushing through this. I don't uh, know if we're persevering. We're more like thriving living the dream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, either way, you want to look at it. No <laughs> one's going to yell at us as much this week. Yeah. 
like we usually get. Different type of energy. Much more easy, especially as we go to, uh, you know, off the top of our head thoughts. Yeah. I got, uh, I don't know if at, at Real Nate Kramer has a random thought this week. Yeah, I, I think I can squeeze one out. And Hit it. I like that. Fourth of July Hit edition. It. Hit it. So, I played cornhole with both you guys before. You know I just shoot overhand and... Oh yeah, I'm, I'm pretty nice at shooting overhand, yeah. and uh, yeah. you know, every once in a while, it brings up the question: like, is that allowed? Mm-hmm. You know, do, what do you guys think? Can, is that cool? I. So I know that this is a hot topic when it comes to people who don't play with you before, because they're like, "What the hell? Like, yeah, well, what's this goon? Who's this guy doing? Yeah. yeah, nowhere." But just playing with you, I've like gotten used to it, and I don't know. I feel like if you're playing with someone brand new, I feel like that's. I don't know. They they are going to take it. They're going to have a harder time accepting that you shoot overhand. Totally. Um, as far as I don't know, I don't know if it adds like a benefit to shooting. I'll, I feel like it's I'll easier. Go, I'll go in. I'll just say yeah. I don't. I'm not going to pretend to know a rule book. But for me, I'm when I saw it, I was like, come on, See, come on. This and, isn't an overhand. <laughs> game. This isn't an overhand game. Yeah. Uh, and, and the way I feel about that. That Walsh is that's a try hard move on your part. Why? You, know, you, you gotta allow anyone the the way the game's played is the way it's played. You know, if I if I got a nice job, yeah, shot, underhand, I got a nice underhand, uh, touche. You know, if, if I dial in and I win the game, I dial in and I win the game. I feel like I uh, think I and I'll, I'll go from I don't know if this is being hypocritical, but I feel so. I play bocce ball. Sometimes I throw it overhand. Okay. And when I Can do you that, not? is that are you not? I don't know. Is but when I do it, I feel I'm cheating, because I think overhand's easier than underhand. The whole point of the whole point of going underhand is that it's most people don't do it in everyday athletics, so it's more difficult. That's why I feel I personally feel I'm cheating in bocce ball when I go overhand, so, and that's how I would feel if I went overhand. So do you think if you went overhand, your your cornhole game would improve? Do you think you'd be better overhand? See, that's I think what. So I think you could figure it out. I that, think it'd be easier for me to figure it out. What about you? I think it's. I don't Especially think it's harder shooting it like a jump shot, like the way you do. Think you, you can definitely dial it muscle memory. Yeah, because you get that. I get the that arc and that easy land. So here's cornhole. It's played two ways, right? You can either like there's two type of shots. There's a slide that push bags either for like defense or to like push your bags into the hole, or like there's that that rainbow. Uh, shot right yeah. or like a, either a high lob or overhand shot that's meant to stick stick it on yeah. the board but either one helps yeah even if you but, go for the hole and miss you're gonna yeah. land softer being higher yeah. what so that's what that's my only reason why i would be like i think underhand is kind of the point under so this might be this is where I'm gonna, I'm gonna put something out there. I like yeah. where this conversation is going because I think we're, feel like we're I'm about to come on, on the law firm right now. <laughs> no, no, it's very, this is it. This I, feel is like, I feel like the, the multi time felon yeah. who's like representing himself. No. So, this is, I'm okay with people shooting a different way as long as it doesn't add a uh, incremental benefit. And so, if you're gonna shoot overhand, only shoot overhand because that's a choice that that's how you shoot, right? Yeah. But if you, we're able to switch between overhand and underhand that allows you to shoot two different ways to shoot and to use two different or execute two different shots. So whereas I think it's harder for you then if you're shooting overhand to like get those slide shots and knock other sacks off. So if you choose to do it overhand, it's taking away 
Yeah. A type of shot. Pa- but his partner can always go underhand. That's true. That's so true. He, so you've got the two different shots going. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like my this is the thing. Yeah. yeah. Hey, hey. <laughs> These are random thoughts. It's a hot topic. Yeah. Acquitted. Yeah. yeah. All charges dropped. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, I, everyone has their own. Wait, is acquitted guilty? Acquitted means innocent, I believe. Sweet. Not not guilty. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I was right. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like my solution would be if you can if you shoot overhand, you're only shooting overhand. And then you can't really solve for the other person's teammate. But that's fair. I would mm-hmm. never consider shooting underhand, so I'm I'm totally fine with that. Yeah. Yeah. I think you should consider shooting. <laughs> <laughs> um, we <laughs> We need more. Uh, we need maybe that. it's a house rule situation. Yeah. Maybe it's like like yeah, beer pong. Yeah. That's probably the best way to solve it. Yeah. Um, you know, once we start making money on this podcast, besides getting our regular intern, we need an analytics intern to follow at Real Nate Kramer, start racking up the st- the statistics and see if his overhand shot is actually proven to be a higher or to achieve Ooh, a higher yeah. success rate than mm. the average underhand. Mm. We need a we need an analytics intern. Mm. That's what we need. But it's not me. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Hey, until then, senseless. I think we might need your help. How about you DM my boys? You know, let them know what you <laughs> hey, think. Put out a overhand. Is is it cool? Is it okay? Yeah. Let's put, let's pull out a poll. Yeah. We'll do it tomorrow. Yeah. Write a note. I will. Have the intern write a note. <laughs> uh, cool. What was our assistant's name? Uh, I don't know. Jessica. Too, yeah. Too many of them. Sarah. Yeah, we fired been, way yeah. too many. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, we can't pay you. We haven't fired the quit. Um, That's the truth. Did you have a random thought real quick? No, I'm uh, saving mine for next week. Okay, I got one. Next then. week, where we'll have the random thoughts episode, and as St. Bales will be in the zip code, area yeah. code. It'll full, be full random thoughts episode? Oh, yeah. 100%. Random oh, thoughts. It's all shows. We're doing yeah. it's random thoughts. Then it's recess. Then it's more random thoughts. Oh my god! That's it, and it very well could be two hours. It's a uh, solid yeah. episode. The fastest two hours for any listener, though. It'll be a good. It'll, it'll be, be good very. Episode. Yeah, it'll be the most. Well, let's not say the most entertaining episode we've had because that says a whole lot about everything else we do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It'll be entertaining. This whole past though. year really sucked. <laughs> <laughs> um, We're gonna get a whole bunch of messages on how we should just change our podcast. <laughs> Uh, I had, if you don't mind, I'll jump into my random thought. Um, this was brought up by you and I. We're at the, no ads for the St. Paul Rodeo, but yeah. we were at the St. Paul Rodeo last night. And at any you know public event, the restrooms tend to be uh, porta potties, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, this didn't happen to me yesterday, but it happened to me at when all three of us were at uh, the Phoenix Open. Oh no! Mm-hmm. But my random thought is. Do you trust the sign on the porta potty if it's green, it's empty, red, it's not, like it's occupied? Because I've I've walked in on two people where the door is green, but there's someone in there. Hello, Miss Lady. You know, so like, do you yeah. do you are you supposed to knock on a porta potty? I yeah. said no. Really? No. You don't knock? I don't know. No. If it's I green, always it's, I pull no. the door. If it's green, I'm going. <laughs> I I would say, especially at events like the St. Paul Rodeo and the Phoenix Open, where there are <laughs> alcoholic drinks yeah. consumed yeah. at a rate on a regular basis, yeah, you should knock. Because the more as it gets later in the day. People aren't going to remember like, oh, I need to flip that They thing. care less. Yeah. No, I care less. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you should knock. I always knock just because 
I'd rather avoid the awkward situation. And how much does it really take to knock? But I, I don't know. I just like I, the less I can touch a porta potty, it's the, the happier I am. How do you knock yeah, that's with your true. tongue? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. Uh, it's just a quick one. Da, da, da. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm more under the impression that. You know, you can only do so much with the information you're given, right? Yeah, if yeah. it says green, you're good. If it says red, probably just hold off. Yeah. I mean, if someone didn't lock it, like, that's, it's not your fault. I don't think I, I need to knock, you know what I mean? They should But you're just, still having yeah. to see it. That's true. I've never well, walked hold, in on someone. Pro- yeah, no one's probably taking a dookie, I've so you're never probably not going to yeah. see too much. Yeah, I don't know. You know, you guys are, you guys are risking a lot. <laughs> risking it all. You guys are risking it a lot. And I'm glad it went... Some memories you just can't lose. Yeah, you can't unsee certain things. People don't forget. Um, I'm glad the conversation went that way because this was the second part of the random thought is that I've been that guy before where I've left the... I've been in only when I know it's going to be a quick piss, though. Only when I know. You don't lock it? I've only done it a couple times, but I know it's like, it's not going to be a long one. It might be a short one, but I'm in, out. And I'm like what on was, the verge of What going. was going through your head when you I chose not to lock it, though? I'm a maniac, maniac on the floor. And I'm dancing like I've never danced before. Like it was, you looked at it and you're like, okay, I, I could lock it. Yeah. It'd be pretty quick. It was but, one risky. It was just, one of those like, yeah. You like, wanted the adrenaline. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're like, <laughs> get my blood pumping. Your life just wasn't fulfilled. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah I would feel alive. Yeah. Yeah, um, but I have been that because I did that twice in Phoenix Open. Once I realized that that's something people did. I was like, oh, can I get away with that too? So they're wow. shorter trips, but I'm like, it worked for me twice. So What a rebel. What a, yeah. I like to live. That's what you think of still smooth is just going against the, uh, the <laughs> <Yeah>. status quo. <laughs> Living on the edge. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that was my, uh, that was my random thought for, uh, for this week. Okay. Um, yeah. Well, if nobody else has any random thoughts, we'll just move on. Keep it quick, keep it succinct, and we'll keep go to tight. trivia. Trivia! Trivia! <laughs> trivia, baby! Oh. <laughs> Welcome back to Jeopardy! Gonna make that your final answer? I think you're pretty smart, don't you, Trebek? And here we go. Trivia this week. Um, actually, trivia last week. We'll start there, and it'll be read at Real Nate Kramer himself. Yeah, so last week's trivia question brought to you by... Okay. Uh, Which college slash university has won the most college world series? Okay. Ponder on that one. Or actually, (laughs) here is the answer. (laughs) One more time. I'll give you 10 more seconds. seconds. Uh, For all those of you who haven't been thinking about it all week. (laughs) The answer is uh, the University of North Carolina with 12 championships. That's Uh, a lot of championships. The majority of that run... I believe, again, was, I think they had won every year, except one in the 70s. Oh, yeah. We talked, okay. A couple in the 80s. We talked, this is a kind of a random thought, a little bit. Yeah. But uh, we talked about this last week. You said you wouldn't, as you looked this up, mm-hmm. most of them were in the 60s. A couple of weeks ago, we talked about a random thought. When does, when is your modern history start? Yeah. And we came mm-hmm. up with either World War One, World War Two, or I believe at St. Bale said like the 1970s, which is rough. Sorry, sorry, World Wars. Um, <laughs> they apparently did not mean anything. <laughs> but sports, when you hear they've won 12, like six or seven of them were in the 1960s, what do you think? 
Um, I think like long lasting dynasty, I guess. Really? You know, like, I think, eh. uh, I mean, so the so you really won like five or six. <laughs> Wait, say it again. I don't, I feel like sports history changed after the sixties. So seventies and beyond, if that's when you had your dynasty, all right, good on you. Sixties and before. All right, come on. What have point. you done? What have you done for me lately? <laughs> see your point. So, what have but you done me since the sixties? What I would argue is that, like you know, for the Warriors, just put up what they won through the last five years. But would you call them like a dynasty or a franchise? Like I, I mean, I wouldn't call them a dynasty because they're doing it in such a short period. And the thing with like the draft and stuff is, a lot of these teams who are really bad, eventually they're gonna become good, but. The mark of a dynasty is like winning in multiple eras, like mm. the Lakers or the Celtics, or you know what I mean. They've won, they've had their periods where it's like Kareem and then Magic and then and then the uh, Kobe and Shaq and and now you know yeah. we'll talk about it later. But and so I think that's a, a mark of a franchise or a dynasty for sure. So I sit right in the middle of you two. Your point being, it carries multiple uh, carries over multiple decades. That's the mark of a dynasty. But to Walsh's point, back in the 60s, athletes looked very different. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they were the, like 16 the scale, in the no, NBA. That's a big the point. scale, yeah, totally. like, it was predominantly white. There were no African-American athletes or there were separate leagues. So, like, the pool of competition is a little was a little different. So, again, yeah. it's a dynasty. But I wouldn't say there's an asterisk. But knowing that there were fewer colleges out there... There were yeah. fewer centralized powerhouses, mm-hmm. I guess more centralized powerhouses, um, and the athlete pool looked different. So yeah. again, you have to keep that in mind, not to take anything away from twelve national no. championships, but like. And and let me let me like clarify. I guess I don't like discount the bunch that they won in the '60s, but if it's like, well, we won a bunch in the '60s, and you haven't won in like the 2000s yeah. at all mm-hmm. then I don't I'm not really calling you like oh one of the best ever you know if it's been forever that's how I feel about the Celtics to be yeah. quite honest and I, I just know. take a, I take away if it's like you haven't done it in a long time and people are still talking about what you did in the 50s that's fair which um, sucks because I'm a Notre Dame fan or Notre Dame so, exactly hey. like exactly alright I Same said thing. I said it you're not allowed to say it <laughs> But you're allowed to read this week's trivia yeah, question. Yeah, this week's trivia question um, is, uh, it reads like this. Who, and is in, brought to you by uh, the light of uh, the Wimbledon tournament going on right now, uh, mm. tennis, uh, Wimbledon, but uh, who was the youngest athlete, male and female, to win at Wimbledon, um, to win the, the whole thing, the championship? Again, who was the youngest male and female to win Wimbledon? So again, we're looking for two uh, answers, one male, one female, and the age at which they won. Um, again, uh, this story or this trivia question was brought to light because Wimbledon is going on right now. And I don't know if you guys have been following that 15-year-old that... Uh, oh, New Balance, right? Yeah, Coco. Coco her name's so, Coco? Her, uh, her nickname's Coco, but she won three matches in a row to be able to play in Wimbledon. Beats Serena. Venus. Beats a Williams sister. Uh, round one. <clears throat> round one has another huge win. Round two. So now she's on to the round of sixteen. But uh, yeah, this is crazy. So um, I don't know anything about her. 
sponsored by New Balance, and her name is Coco. But uh, yeah. Jeez, Coco, that's marketable. Good luck. Brought to you by Coco. Yeah, it's good for you. I mean, how many? Seriously, that's really marketable. Yeah. Like, especially around Christmas time. Everyone loves. Is there, is there a tennis tournament around Christmas time? Highly doubt it, unless it's indoors. Oh, yeah, good point. <laughs> Let's just move on. Let's get to the news. Yeah. <laughs> I've just been handed an urgent news story, and I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. This is the fucking news. News, 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 news. We're news too. Only news told much later. See the game last night? Which game? Any of them. Passes it to the man, shoots it, and boom goes the dynamite. Fantastic. I am so sorry. Someone put the story in all capital letters, and I, I thought I was supposed to yell it. Let's go with the news that's starting the NFL. It's the offseason, so there's not much to talk about. But we did have a sad event happen where ESPN analyst, former NFL linebacker for the Patriots, Teddy Bruschi, had a stroke this week, I believe. I believe it was on Thursday. Bold nonsense. Would just like to wish him a fast recovery. Hope everything goes well. And we will miss you and your analyzations. Analysis. That's not a word. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, gotcha. <Analyses>. On <laughs> analyses. Yeah, we can pluralize. <laughs> On ESPN. While you're gone. But you'll be back. You will. And stronger than ever. And you know who is back and stronger than ever? The U.S. Women's National Soccer Team. Yeah. They play. Never left. They, most nope. would say. On their quest for their fourth um, World Cup, will be playing this uh, Sunday at 11 a.m. in the World Club Cup, excuse me, final against the Dutch Netherlands. Hey everybody, I'm from Holland. Isn't that weird? Yes. Uh, 11 a.m. Uh, more to come later. A little foreshadowing for PTO's picks. Um, but yeah, Women's World Cup Sunday at 11. So that's their fourth World Cup in a row. Ch- uh, championship World Cup. Ch- uh, yes, because it started in '99. So they've won four times in a row. This will be four. Uh, this will be World Cup. No, actually, said, yeah, right? No. Yes, this will be. F- I believe it's. I don't know. I can't remember if it's in a row or not. But this is. Um, this will be their okay. fourth. Because um, I was going to say, it's only four, but that's probably a dynasty, right? Because yeah, so, no, it's that's so like far in between. Six, yeah, yeah what, sixteen years. It started in '99 with like the Mia Hamm, like that, and that oh. who took off her like shirt and like slid. That, you wasn't know? that Mia Hamm? No, that was um, was that Mia Hamm? That was Mia. I Hamm. thought it no. was Mia Hamm. No idea. I don't know. Well, we'll never know. Yeah. <laughs> don't do a lot of research. <laughs> <laughs> Super prepared. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's talk the. Let's talk MLB. Yep. MLB All Star Game is on. Tuesday, for whatever reason. Um, but the thing we care about the most, and I honestly, I think the thing most people care about the most at this point with baseball, the home run derby. Gone forever! That takes place on Monday. We want to just give you the participants, give you the bracket, because I think this is going to be uh, actually a couple weeks ago. Bales and, Bales and I, and you jumped in a little bit, talked about how last year's Home Run Derby, really entertaining. I think this one's going to be just as good. The number one overall seed will be Kristen Yelich. 
coming off his MVP from last year. Number two, Peter Alonso. Then number three is Bell from the Pirates. I never get to see the Pirates. Josh, Josh Bell. Bell. Thank you. Thank you for that, sir. Four, Alex Bregman. Five, Jacques Peterson. Six is Ronald Acuna Jr. Seven, Carlos Santana. And eight. Here we go. This is the guy everybody wants to see. Yeah. Mr. Guerrero Jr. Love it. Oh, geez. And the only travesty I can I can spot with this home run derby is that Yelich is going up against yeah. Guerrero Jr. Damn, right away. Don't do that. You couldn't have put him against Guy. Don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you, you can't give him Bell to Bell start off Pirates. with. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Nobody knows that guy. Is uh what I'd like to what I'd like to know is home run who selects the home run derby participants. Is it a matter of votes and then? You know, the number of votes puts you in your place. I think people rank. are kind of like nominated for it. A lot of people, it's similar to the dunk contest where a lot of people say like they don't want to do it. So some people say they don't want to do it because it could ruin their swing. Um, but I'm super happy Guerrero is going to be in it. But yeah, so you pretty much like, hey, you want to be in it? And then you can say yes or no. So you have to change your swing yes. that much in baseball in uh, order to get a ball, you don't, like to send a send one? You don't have to, but it is like a focus on lifting the ball even more. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how that's possible to be focused on lifting the ball even more, but it, it happens. Uh, so that's why people at least used to say no. But Monday, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Specifically on the Pacific. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. And it um, should be fun. Yeah. Should be a good time. Should be a Definitely good time. the best event uh, the, All-Stars, the All-Star Weekend for MLB has. But we want to get to the big stuff. All of the big stuff. We don't even know how many people we're about to talk talk about. But it was at one point, what? 75. You and you got it down to? 35. And, and we cut knows? it down a little bit more. We cut so. it down a little <laughs> bit more. Because 35 people... That's a shit ton of news. This is the year of the free agent. Yeah. 40% of the league was free agents this year. Wow. Huge fact. That's huge. Huge fact. Research guy. In unofficial <laughs> insight. Nice. Boom. Nice. How about that? Let's start off with the, really the mystery man at this point. Board man. International man of mystery. Yeah. Well, that, perfect. board man. And I- international for now. Soon to be a for domestic. Now. Oh, look at him jumping ahead, leading us into the next thing. Kawhi Leonard just won a title with the Toronto Raptors, just got a second finals MVP with a different team, and nobody knows where he's going to play. It has been narrowed down basically to Toronto. The Lakers, I believe, have jumped into second. Clippers are third. And pretty much everybody else has fallen by the way. The Knicks have with... Drew, in order to pursue other free agents. <laughs> Julius! Yeah, like Julius Randle. <laughs> we'll, we'll, uh, Put all their efforts will, on signing him. That might be the amount we talk about, Julius Randle. <laughs> no, I've, I've actually heard the Clippers are out of this race, though. I've, I've heard it's basically a two-man race between the Lakers and the Raptors. I've heard that... Okay, so... I've heard that people are saying the Clippers are out. I've heard that people are saying that people who say the Clippers are out really have no idea because no one does. No one has any idea no what's happening. Yeah. yeah, it's very true. And it's, that's why 
We can speculate on Kawhi Leonard, but no one knows what's happening. So I want to hear from both of you guys, and I'll give you my pitch. What happens and why? Yeah, so what I'm 99% hearing is that he's going to come to the Lakers tomorrow. He's going to make, he's going to make his announcement tomorrow. And, I mean, when that happens, LeBron is just the GOAT in my eyes because he fully brought back Showtime to L.A. Hmm. Like, for... Eight to ten years, we've been in, like, the bottom of the NBA. And this is the Showtime Lakers. And for LeBron to take this back seat and bring in Kawhi and Anthony Davis paired with Kuzma, like, that's eight to ten more years of Showtime Lakers. Like, LeBron would then take the back seat, and that's multiple championships in a row. And I think uh, I heard Shannon Sharp say it best. By uh, 2020, the Lakers could have 24 – or. By 2024, the Lakers could have 20 championships. For those who don't know, real Nick Kramer, Lakers fan. Shannon Sharp, Lakers fan. (laughs) Braun fan. (laughs) Braun fan. And he's also a Lakers fan. He throws a lot of Wii's out for the Lakers. (laughs) Dropping a lot of Wii's. No, if he does, they'll definitely be the front runner. Is there anybody... Who disagrees with that? I think it would be like 100% their number one. Like best team of all time, Vegas. right? Like at Not least best even a little three. bit. I mean, well, people were talking about the Warriors being the best team of all time. and They're not, is the, uh, I, I don't think I don't think this... It's the Bulls. The Bulls? I, that's my opinion. Okay. I don't think the Warriors outdid them. And I think this would be... If Kawhi did end up going there, I think it'd be a good matchup. With the what the Warriors were mm-hmm. before, like Durant left, that would be an, an interesting series. But. Oh, totally! If Durant um, stayed healthy and stayed with the Warriors, yeah, I just, I don't know. I don't think he's. I don't. I. I think he stays in Toronto. Again, I have no idea. Yeah, because I don't think anybody knows. Yeah, I don't even know if Kawhi necessarily knows yet. No, I, but I, I think the Raptors have kind of showed everything to him, and I think he still see. I don't think Kawhi sees Kyrie going to the Nets as a hurdle and and KD's out, so he doesn't have to worry about that. And my thing is, this is what I've been thinking about, when he was in San Antonio and everybody was talking about his leg and, oh, he's fine, that was wrong, and he came out and said that was wrong. The thing they weren't wrong about was when he was saying he thought he was the best player in the league. And that's, I mean, most people do, but he actually had a reason to think it. So he was thinking, he was saying it, why go join that guy again? He was at, when he, before he left San Antonio, he was saying, I don't need to join anybody else. I can do it by myself. He then went and proved it in Toronto. So why is he going to do it now? That's my only thing. And I'm not saying I know, or I'm trying to get into his head, but why would you do that now? Yeah, I think it's the family thing. The L.A. Yeah. being close to the family, he, that's he has a mansion there. You know, he already has a house there. So I don't think the yeah. penthouse being offered to him in Toronto necessarily means that much. And like Lou Williams was saying on some other podcast, it's yeah. it's like living in like another country. You know, you're going through international yeah. customs every time. You you have to get a new bank There's account. So many handlers. He doesn't though. Like he might just go sign it, but everyone else is doing this thing for him, and he's so rich. You just fly there. It's not It's not your whole year, you know? I think... So I'm going to take the reins on my run. And I Go think, again, I'm going to 
jump in the middle of where you two landed with your uh, takes, but I don't see Kawhi. You <laughs> the Clippers. Yeah, I uh, I don't see Kawhi um, signing a long term deal in Toronto, and I don't. I think Kawhi can hedge his bets by signing a one a one year deal in Toronto, running it back. He's not going to sign a long term deal in Toronto because the Raptors are aging. The East still does not have um, a predominantly strong powerhouse. Yeah, they're not as good as the West. So again, he could have one more year of just collecting all these uh, benefits from these plane companies, from Drake, from everybody. He can milk this contract, run it back one more time in Toronto, see if that works. While he's running it back in Toronto, he can he keeps eyes on the LA situation. Is this work? Is AD and LeBron working? Maybe maybe AD you know hopefully doesn't, but maybe he goes down with an injury or LeBron has another injury. He's basically buy, he can buy time to see how that dynamic works, and then he can yeah. also see how he could fit into that game plan with uh, with, uh, with LeBron and, yeah. yeah and Anthony Davis. So again, I feel like. He could milk the pot on this, go one more year in Toronto, have an easy, easier run in the East, and also watch. If he does, he wants to be in L.A., but if he is truly thinking about signing there, he has one year to see how his future potential teammates yeah. are working on and off the now, court. I like that a lot and because this is what you just made me think of. One, he's watched LeBron do a bunch of one-year deals and just keep going one-year deals, right? Yep. So he knows that stuff works. Mm-hmm. Two, this I actually heard today, he he could have just announced where he was going when everyone else did. But since he's dragged this out, everyone's talking about him. He's getting so much pub. And he might be quiet, but he's not an idiot. He knows you make money when people talk about you. So he by signing another one-year deal, he gets the same reaction next year. Maybe not as big because he doesn't come off of finals. Mm-hmm. But and if he sends to one year, Kevin Durant is out this year. He mm-hmm. goes back to the East. Mm-hmm. Kevin Durant comes back. Okay, the East is a little better. Boom. Then he goes to the West. Mate, That's yeah. not a bad idea. Yeah, these are fair points, but I think something that I have heard pretty consistently is that LeBron or Kawhi is not looking for a two year. He's not looking for a short term mm-hmm. deal, and mm-hmm. he does want to sign that long term contract mm-hmm. like right now, right. like. He wants to make his four or five year contract this one. And if you were to wait a year, I mean, LeBron's not getting younger. That's true. And, and I get that he's going to be the third piece, but he's a pretty freaking solid third piece. You know what I mean? So with this year, with KD being out and, you know, the title just being so open and then LeBron obviously getting older, like, it, I think, uh, I don't think he's going to do the short term deal. It's one last all star you have to deal with in the competition. Like yeah. in the competition field with with Kevin Durant out, mm-hmm. like yeah. So yeah, it's it's the best problem to have to have all these options. It's extremely difficult. I think we can all agree on. But uh, this is what we're all waiting for: the pillar of Kawhi Leonard to fall, and then I think the NBA uh, nineteen twenty season will finally, um, you know, will be able to identify what the shape of the competition looks like. My last thing, Kawhi, is I. I just don't believe the Clippers are out of it. No, either do I. I just until I hear it, I won't believe that they're out of it. Because mm-hmm. I feel like that makes more sense about what I know of Kawhi. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's talk about let's talk about the Nets. We brought them 
Did we bring him up yet? No. We're talking, we, we brought KD up. Mm-hmm. Kevin Durant, Kyrie, and DeAndre Jordan all go to the Nets. Kevin Durant, four years, 164. Um, Kyrie Irving, four years, 141. And DeAndre Jordan, four years, 40, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. I could scroll down and check. Not gonna. <laughs> Brooklyn Nets. Um, they don't scare me. Yeah. It, I, is it just... Okay, so I feel like you are feeling that for the people who signed there, you it's still kind of underwhelming the way you feel about the Nets. Yeah. It's, is that how, did I just kind of sum that up correctly? Because that's yeah, how I feel. Uh, until KD comes back, totally. Yeah. I mean, with Kyrie and DeAndre, are they even going to be better than last year with D'Angelo? I don't... They're more talented, but D'Angelo yeah. had that team, like, chemistry going. Like, they're... You know, he had he was he did really yeah, well leading yeah. them, and they they over they you know they, they beat expectations and yeah. like Kyrie is obviously not the best locker room guy from what we've seen. Well, everything I heard was that the Nets were basically the Celtics one year behind, huh. right? So the Celtics do this um, young team code like regular season overachievers, really good chemistry. Blah, blah, blah. They make it farther than people mm-hmm. think. And then the Nets did it the next year. So it's like the Celtics did it, then the Nets yeah. did it, and the coaches are very similar. And then the Celtics get Kyrie, and it doesn't really work. Then the Nets get Kyrie, <laughs> oh, and dang. we'll see. <laughs> you know? TBD. <laughs> so, yeah. so it's like, everyone was like, the Nets doesn't make any sense because their coaches are super similar. Like, it, details matter. Regular season wins matter. Even though, like, getting better... Every day matters, and that's not really where Kyrie comes from. Correct. So I don't know. I don't. I don't. Maybe that's why I'm getting the underwhelming thing. Yeah. Is that like just the chemistry between the leadership chemistry between Kevin Durant, who's every, I don't think anybody views him as the a top leader in the league, and Kyrie, who's the same way, and DeAndre Jordan, washed. Yeah, and not a leader. Like. Yeah. yeah, Kyrie and Kevin Durant probably skills, but not leadership. Mm-hmm. And DeAndre, physical freak, but not leadership. So mm-hmm. yeah, no, I think this team uh, this year is gonna definitely underperform. If you have high expectations for Kyrie Irving, um, I think their record will probably be pretty similar to last year. Um, I, don't, I think they make the playoffs. Yeah, I mean yeah. they'll make the playoffs for sure. But. I, I could know. I could see them being a first round exit in the playoffs, and mm-hmm. as a Nets fan, like I could see them not making it, not making the playoffs. I think yeah, maybe I think they probably come in at like seven or eight, just mm-hmm. because Kyrie's so talented and it is the East. Like you mm-hmm. know, I don't think the Pistons or something like the Hornets will necessarily knock them out, but they wouldn't. I don't think they'd make it in the West. No, yeah, that's pretty fair no. to say. Yeah, I'm with you there. I think one last thing with <clears throat> KD is again the. Injuries coming off of Achilles. I've never suffered one, but you are never, it's never guaranteed that you come back as the same person. Um, I'm looking towards Boogie right now. Again, he was top three big men mm-hmm. in the NBA before his injury. Um, and expectations are for KD to come back 80, 80 to 85% of what he was prior to that injury. Again, 85% of what KD was is still a freak athlete, but again, it's a lot of money to somebody. It was the right move to sign Kevin Durant, but it's still scary to lock up four years, one forty-one, with no guarantee of what that athlete's going to be when he comes back. Yeah, Boogie looks completely different. He's not the same guy. Again, yeah. KD and Boogie are two different people. 
But that's still something to think about. It, Kobe yeah. looked completely different also. Yeah. True. And do you guys remember the last time a like a an, an, an all-star in any sport came back from an Achilles injury to be like semi-close to what they were? Mm. Yeah, nope. Honestly, I was thinking no. about it the other day and I can't think of too many Achilles injuries, yeah. but I, I can't think of anyone who's come back from one and still been like a yeah. max type player. So It'd be interesting to go and look at. Uh, speaking of four years and 141, Kemba Walker also got four years, 141 million, to go to the Boston Celtics. We just talked a lot about them, so let's just talk about what do you think he adds to this team, and give me a better or worse, and then what does he add? Better or worse, I'm going to say stability, and I'm going to go a plus mark also in that leadership category. He seems like he has his head on straight. I see him. We talked again on the podcast about this earlier. Uh, in other episodes, I see Kemba just like a dame. Hmm. An older guy, not older guy, but a, a veteran who's coming yeah. into his own. He can, he had a crappy team in Charlotte, but he can be the man on a team. Um, I think he, I think he fits in well with Boston. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. I would give him a plus as well. Um, I think if there's like one player who's really comparable to Kyrie, it's it's Kemba, and like Kemba's probably a little worse talent-wise, but with just the like locker room I- or issues that you'd be fixing, bringing in Kemba and actually providing like solid veteran leadership for these young players, I think they could be pretty scary. Honestly, yeah. like I've I've become much more of a Kemba fan now that he's out of Charlotte and just like on a competitor in a, in a relevant <laughs> situation. So I think he'll be pretty good. It'd be fun to watch him (laughs) on TV. So that's kind of what I was going to say. I think they're better. I have everything you guys said. Anybody who can pull themselves out of the black hole that Charlotte deserves a little bit uh, the optimism Mm -hmm. of I think he'll make them a lot better. Mm -hmm. And also good for Kemba. I saw that, you know, over his past like eight years, I think he made $58 million in in Charlotte. And that's actually what... What's his name? Terry Rozier is making in three years from Charlotte now. So, like, Kemba's taking a pay cut every contract, and yeah. these are large pay cuts. And, and then Jordan Whoa. gives it to Nick Batum, like, <laughs> trash. Mark <laughs> Williams, um, Tony Parker, t- Tyler Zeller. Like, yeah. and so good for him. He got paid, and he can uh, actually play in nationally televised games. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, somebody who will not. Um, again, be shying away from the televised games is one uh, Clay Thompson signing back with the Golden State Warriors. Five years, $190 million. Congrats. Yeah. You got and, paid. And you deserved it. Jimmy Butler also got paid in a huge deal. Um, okay. He got four years, $142 million. We'll start there, and then let's break down the trade. We were actually trying to think of the last time we could... A four-team trade. Yeah, we saw uh, four-team trade. We couldn't, trade. yeah. Thank you. We couldn't think of any. So, outline the, outline the teams in the trade and okay. then roughly how it went. So, teams. There's the Miami Heat, who obviously get Jimmy Butler. Mm-hmm. There's the Trailblazers. Mm-hmm. Our Trailblazers. Why Trailblazers? I just realized I'm new. This is new. Uh, <laughs> who get Hassan Whiteside. Mm-hmm. There's the Clippers, who got Mo Harkless after he went from the Blazers to Miami. Then he ends up in the Clippers. And there's, who did I not say? Sixers. Heat, Blazers. Yeah, in the 76ers, 
Um, who got? They got uh, Josh Richardson. Josh Richardson. And where Myers? That's a go? common name. Myers went to one of the teams, right? Yeah. So, yeah. So the Blazers sent Mo Harkless and Myers Leonard to the Heat. M- Myers Leonard stayed on the Heat. Mo Harkless went to the Clippers. Mm-hmm. The 76ers sent Jimmy Butler to the Heat, where he stayed. The Clippers sent Josh Richardson to the 76ers, where he stayed. And Miami sent Hassan Whiteside to the Blazers. That's where he stayed. Gotcha. Okay. Honestly, I... Big trade. A lot of to keep track of, but... I love the trade for everyone except for Jimmy Butler. What is he doing? What the hell is he doing? He's been... He grew on me a lot this past year, just... Focusing on winning and hard work and whatnot, everything that I heard in interviews, he was just focusing on working hard and winning, and that's all he wants. And and then you go to some non-contender in the Heat, completely irrelevant in the situation. Um, seems to me more like he just wanted to kind of kick back in Miami and, and be the leader and, and get paid. So, that's that's kind of where I'm going. I think he was, I think he just wanted to be the guy. And part of me thinks that since he had a, such a good relationship with Dwayne Wade, mm-hmm. that he thinks he's going to go there and kind of like, I don't know, maybe do that thing. Not they as big, obviously not as big, obviously not as big, but because that, I mean, come on. Yeah. But yeah, try and do that same kind of thing and maybe put his own style of leadership on it, which I'm not sure works, but we'll see. But yeah, I, I liked this more before I realized that Goran Dragic left. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I hadn't thought of that. I thought Dragic stayed. Where'd he go? Dragic. I think he's in Dallas. Yes. Dragic to Dallas. Yeah. So it would be Luca Dragic and, and, <laughs> and Porzingis. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's what I heard the other day. Well, we can try and commit. I can't ding. remember. I think <laughs> that. Was, I think that was the intention. Staying. Um, I don't know if he actually ended up going or not. Okay. Because well, I know. Yeah, we can check that. We'll but if, if he's there, I like it more because I think he's super underrated, and him and Butler would be, you know, not terrible. And they've got small pieces that would facilitate. If he's gone, I do like it a lot less and feel like it's just him wanting to be the leader. Yeah. Um, can we we agree that the Blazers definitely won that trade though, right? Or at least yeah, it came up pretty big, right? Oh, I, I think they came up really big. I would have loved to keep Myers because he's such a good locker room guy. Not as a player, oh, okay. just as the dude like it's who all... who everybody like just to keep that. You need scene. gel guys. <laughs> yeah, you need gel guys. I feel like he is a really good gel guy. Like yeah. nobody dislikes him. Yeah, you just don't want to see him play basketball. And, and you're paying a lot for a gel guy, then. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and that's. I mean, we talked about this before we started the podcast. That that is the one like downfall of guaranteed contracts in the NBA. He can't restructure. He can't just say, "I'd like to." Change my contract. I know I'm getting overpaid. I'd like to make less because I want to stay Can here. Can you reshape like when you're getting paid them? I don't think. I think if like when you sign, you might be able to like back backload it, but I don't think you can. After it's signed, you can't back. You can't change like. I how don't. You get paid. N- not oh, that I know. Wow, that's of. crappy. That's, or at least that's you never <laughs> hear about it <laughs> yeah, in the NBA. That's not good. Um, but yeah, I do love the fact that they got Whiteside because Nurkic is going to be out for most of next season mm-hmm. with his broken leg, and he's going to be a really good backup when Nurkic gets back if he can get his head right. Because yeah. that's what you're hearing from Miami. It was like they would have given, 
they would have taken pretty much anything to get rid of him because yeah. he was pouty and all this stuff. Uh, immature is what you're hearing, so. Dame, get that guy fixed. D'Angelo Russell goes to the Warriors, signs four years, $117 million. Oof. Yeah. This is... You're 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 not just a Lakers fan. You're also a D'Angelo Russell fan. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, there. Yeah, big, big D'Angelo fan. Big D'Angelo fan. A couple of years ago, I thought this guy was gonna be, uh, you know, the face of the Lakers franchise moving forward, and I loved him coming out of Ohio State, and I wanted him ahead of what's his name, Jaleel Okafor, and um, so I I thought he was the right move, and unfortunately things didn't quite work out in L.A. But he caught a huge break in Brooklyn, and he developed into this all-star player, and I just don't like this move, not just because like I'm not a Warriors fan, but as a D'Angelo fan, I don't think he's going to fully develop and, and showcase all of his skills and talents. Like I think D'Angelo should be a ball-heavy guard, a ball-dominant guard who's the number one on a team, um, at least the number one in the backcourt. And just sharing the ball with Steph, I think Steph is going to have a huge year next year with no, with no KD. I think he's going to put up just numbers. Um, and so I, I think they both have a lot to prove and showcase next year, and I just want more for D'Angelo. I want more freedom for him. Uh, so you can look at it two ways. So you develop as a player, right? Two ways. Mentally, is w- your mental game's one. Your second is getting the shots up, uh, having the ball in your hand physically. D'Angelo's not going to grow in the second uh, uh, way in Golden State. Um, he'll probably take a portion of KD's shots. That's where he fits in. But this isn't D'Lo's team. He's playing the third fiddle. Um, but the way I see, as a human being, we grow in waves, right? We go through experiences. And this stint for D'Angelo Russell in Golden State, I think he, he matures as a man and a player. And again, becomes smarter in Golden State working with Steph Working with Steve Kerr, working with the veterans on that yeah. team. I think, like, I don't know how it's going to fit, but I think this is a big step. These next four years, D'Angelo is going to grow even more. Maybe not skill-wise. Hopefully he does. Yeah. But I think it's that mental part where he's able to grow uh, yeah. from the people, the pieces who are around him in Golden State. Yeah, so from everything I've heard, and this isn't a knock on, on, on D'Angelo, but from everything I heard that... The Nets had to do a whole bunch to get him to where they, he was last year. Like they really had to watch him, really had to work with him, and like good on him. He he worked with them. That that's good stuff. And I think the same thing could happen in Golden State. This could be the changing part of his career if he goes and learns stuff from Steph Curry. Steph Curry. I mean, you can say what you want. You cannot like the Warriors. Come on, Steph is Steph. Like he's a really good leader. It, from the point guard position especially, you don't see that as much. But good leader, keeps like sets the culture there. There you go. If he can learn a lot from Steph Curry and go forward from there and take it to his next yeah. and really like embrace that, I think he could be the, a next big-time player. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's th- good for him. I think you guys are right in the sense that, like, okay, there's definitely stuff he can learn and, and improve on and take from Steph and the Warriors uh, franchise in, in total. But... I just want to clarify, like, he will not be there for the next four years. No, I don't think no. he's going to be there for a whole year. I think, yeah. you know, they're going to see what they can get from him. And yep. it's a really good move on their part, not losing KD for nothing. Because mm-hmm. 
Now you have this trade asset, but I think he's going to get traded around All Star break. And sure. when Clay comes back, yeah, yeah, that's what they're doing. Advice. Let's, let's, yeah. let's get another. Let's get more totally. firepower. Clay will come back. Who then we'll get rid of this guy, yeah, and then yeah. we'll have a bunch of stuff. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Um, okay, speaking of people having a bunch of stuff, uh, money. J.J. Reddick signed for two years, $26.5 million with the Pelicans. I did hear every contract he has signed, he's made more money on. Oh, wow. Yeah. How old is he? Like, he's always oh, gotten really? more money nice. with every contract. Wow. 30, 30, low 30s? Two. That's yeah, pretty, that's pretty 30, good. Yeah, especially for a guy who, like, out of college wasn't all that good. Mm-hmm. He was a college, really good college player, and he's then a, he, he's NBA, a he player, struggled, yeah. Yeah. and eventually found it. But yeah, yeah. that's not bad. Yeah, good great, great signing by the Pelicans. Yeah, um, Demarcus Cousins has not signed anywhere, as far as we know, and he hasn't really even been talked about. Yeah, which is pretty interesting. Saw a post on no ads, but uh, the score um, that uh, that. My, DeMar DeRozan has been in contact with DeMarcus Cousins, hopefully bringing him to San Antonio. I'm not even sure if I like that. The more, yeah, do you want him? The more I think about it. Um, I think that could be an interesting fit um, with Boogie and Pop and see how that works out. But as far as talent-wise, we were just talking about, you know, coming off the, uh, the Achilles injury and then the torn... Leg quad. muscle, quad. <laughs> quad. quad. I don't know. It just seems that like thing. he, yeah, that one. Uh, he he's becoming more and more frail. Uh, I love Boogie, one of the more fun players for me to watch. But uh, yeah. interesting to see where he lands. I just want to go through real quick. So Spurs fan, Blazers fan, Lakers, Lakers fan. Do you want him on your team? Do you want your team to sign him? Go. Yes. No. My team, no. I, okay. I really wanted him to get a chance on the Knicks. And just to like have his team mm. and like showcase his talents in a big market and just get paid next year. Instead, but. they got poor man's Demarcus Cousin <laughs> and Julius Randle. Oh, <laughs> Julius and what, Bobby Portis and Tosh yeah. Gibson. Yeah. And tough wow. offseason. Yeah. Okay. We'll see where Demarcus Cousins, we'll probably talk about that when he actually signs somewhere. Al Horford did sign somewhere. He signed with the 76ers for four years, $109 million. So he did get that big... That big market. There was a big market for Al Horford, like he thought there would be. Good on him. Make the 76ers better. Uh, yes. I okay. feel like it was just oh, a yeah. fire run out of, uh, or like a fire sale out of um, Boston. Yeah. You know, as soon you know, didn't Al really Horford fit. went, like Once, Kyrie went. Yeah, it didn't really fit for him anymore. They were kind of going young. Uh, at St. Bale's guy, Bojan Bogdanovich. Bojan? Is that what you guys Bogdan. said? I think it's Bojan. That's not Is it really? Bogdan. Bogdan is the one in Sacramento. I yeah, that's not the guy he likes. No, yeah. Oh, I thought it was. Player. That is not. That's a different There's guy. There's two Bogdanoviches. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah. This is Bojan or Bojan or something like that. Bojan. This guy averaged like 20 last year when Oladipo went out. I had no idea who this guy was until. And I who's the ago. one that St. Bale's likes? That's Bogdan. Or I don't know about Bailey, his name is Bogdan Bogdanovich. Uh, the Bogdan that guy plays for Sacramento. Oh jeez. So right. The, yeah. guys, these guys. Yeah. Right? A different right? guy. Yeah. These yeah, yeah. Guys. yeah. This guy is solid. Bojan though. Bogdanovich. Bogdan Bogdanovich. That is rough. <laughs> oh. I don't, I'm not even embarrassed. No. That was, not, I feel like that's on them. That's on. No, yeah. Totally. That's, that's on, on Serbia somebody, for having Somebody the same, changed their name. The same name. Okay. Well, Bojan got four years, 73 million to go to the Jazz. The Jazz 
that's watch out for them next year. Yeah, they've upgraded that's, that's so my, much. Yep. With Conley these, also. These, these guys are like, oh, they're not going to make the playoffs next year. No, oh, I dude, said they're, 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 they're going to be a top five. Fools. I'm, I said four. Yeah, I top said four. Top oh, five. you did. I, didn't I said four. Yeah, Bale I said three, it. and yeah. Bale said they wouldn't make the playoffs. They're going to be good. Brooke Lopez. Speaking of teams that are going to make the playoffs, Brooke Lopez re-signs with the Bucks four years, 52. Like it. Like it. If it's perfect, lucky. Uh, his twin brother also signed with him for two years, 9.8. Love it. Man, how would you like to be that brother? Would you like to, would you like to be the more the worst one who's more free to just kinda of do whatever? Or the more the better one who has to like, you know, kinda of play it straight or you get I would be the better I would take the cash and be the better one. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, oh, just going money, alright. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, Terry Terry Rogier took the money, three years, fifty four million dollars with the Hornets. Yep. So he dove into the black hole yep. where Kemba got out. Wesley Matthews. This is a this could be a really just quality signing for the Bucks. One year, two and a half million dollars. Another Get a shooter. Another marksman. You need yeah. these these shooters when you have uh, a star player like um, yes. the Greek Freak. You know, pulling it down in, inside the paint, kick it back out to Wesley Matthews for the corner three. I like this. Three signing. and D guy. Yeah. Good stuff. You know the signing that I hate that I wanted okay. to keep on here yes. because it was a pure laugh. Um, <laughs> pure laugh. The New York that Knicks. Is, that is so mean. <laughs> signed Bobby Portis to a two-year, thirty-one million dollar cash grab. Uh, I believe we saw Pop- Bobby Portis at the PK eighty. Um, no. Uh, you yeah, sure? Yeah. Um, disregard that. Uh, but Bobby Portis. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> decent player, not worth thirty-one million dollars. Who would you rather have, Bobby Portis or or Wesley Matthews? Wesley Matthews. Uh, it probably depends on like what you're looking for. Yeah, Completely it's different two different players. Yeah. Um, on the Lakers, I would have rather had Wes Matthews. There you go. A lot of difference in that money. We already talked about Robin Lopez. Uh, go ahead and you can talk about Damari Carroll. Damari Carroll leaving the Brooklyn Nets for my San Antonio Spurs. Two years, $13 million. Um, that's fine. De- uh, Damari Carroll, not... I like the signing. Uh, another veteran presence in... Um, the Spurs locker room, give him some bench minutes. I think he was averaging something like 11-1, 11-3 mm-hmm. uh, points per game off the bench last year. So give him some, um, some uh, uh, bench points. So, yeah, I don't, I don't hate it. Damari Carroll is now a Spur. I also don't hate Rodney Hood re-signing with the Blazers for two years, $16 million. So it says 16 I think that the 16 is coming from, like, bonus stuff. Mm. Um, the mm-hmm. actual money is like 12 because we didn't have uh, that when it said 16 I was wondering we don't have that much money is it like championship incentives I think like- it's incentives yeah maybe like all star stuff but yeah. it's actually the mid-level exception the first year for 5.7 then the next year he's making 6 that's what I did here um, but he signed apparently right after last season he said I love it here I will take the exception like I will take the lowest amount of money you can give me because I just want to be here. Super cool. Rather have that. Uh, and I think I would rather have him than Alfaruk Aminu, who left for the Magic for three years, $29 million. Yeah. For the Blazers, this is this is good on good. You guys nailed it. Yeah. Dude, getting Baysmore, keeping Love the, the offseason so far. Getting rid of Aminu. Oh, and then Nasir Little. Like, you guys yeah. kind of flipped your small forward position, and yeah. I just like it so much more this year. I saw uh, when the pick, when the the little pick happened, 
little pick. Uh, <laughs> I, I originally I was like, I don't really get it. Now with the off season, pictures coming in, yeah. pictures coming in cl- crystal clear, and I like it a whole a whole lot more. Yeah, he, he was the number six prospect coming out of high school, and yeah. like, obviously didn't really that was, fit in at North Carolina. But yeah, one of my worries was that like everyone was just like, well, he was really good in high school. <laughs> I was well, like, I was <laughs> like, I'd love him to be good now and in college rather than in high school, but like. Now it seems like he can develop more. Yeah. So with I, everyone else gone. Yeah, totally. I just didn't like the fact we had like seven small forwards. Everyone else is gone, and um, let's see, Derek Rose. So next move, Derek Rose goes from the Timberwolves to the Pistons. Two years, fifteen million. Good for him. Mm-hmm. I like it. Yep. I just want to see, yeah, Derek Rose continue to uh, prosper. Yeah. I just don't. Yeah. I don't know what value he really. Good for adds, Derek but... Rose because of everything he's been through. Don't know if this fits with the Pistons. Don't necessarily love the signing, but they yeah. Se- yes, because they, se- they seem like they're going big, and it's like Derrick Rose is a need-the-ball point guard. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, former Portland Trailblazer, Ennis Cantor, goes to the Boston Celtics for two years, $10 million. Did not ingratiate himself on the way out. No, kind of burned some bridges. Yeah. Apparently, he said he was given six minutes to make a decision. Yeah. Uh, which later on, Dame came out and said, no, I was in the room. We gave you 45 minutes to yeah. make the decision. And also, how did you not know? How did you <laughs> not plan? You knew yeah. your contract was... This is all uh, the money we yeah. have. So. Everyone knew, like, we don't have any money. Yeah. He, you can either have this, or you can leave. Yeah. You I, should know. I like it for Boston, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, filling in for Al Horford, it could be pretty decent. Yeah, I, I don't think... I wouldn't even... He's not even in the same class as Al Horford, no. to me, but... If you're going to lose Al Horford and you have very little to get... It's a stop, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Stop the bleeding. Yep. Okay, go ahead. Willie Cauley-Stein of my favorite NBA 2K team, the Sacramento Kings, uh, has signed a one-year, $1.7 million deal with the Golden State Warriors. Um, when the hell did that happen? I didn't even know this. Really? Yeah. <laughs> when did no. he sign this? That was, that, was this, that was this week. It was hard. Oh uh, I want to say Tuesday, but... Um, yeah, don't again. This what, is another steal deal. Yes, yeah. one year, one point seven. Like now, now guys are seeing, hey, I can chase rings uh, on Golden State. Blah blah blah. Yeah, Nothing it's new. very. Will, Willie's a he's a limited center, but I love what he does. He rebounds and he blocks. And you that, put it like, the perfect way, and I feel like they love players love the fact that they're going in there knowing exactly what they're expected to do, what their role is. Yeah, and this he's is, probably thinking, friggin', what's his name? Uh, goof guy on the Lakers last year. That's exactly JaVale. what yeah, JaVale. Exactly I'm thinking If JaVale about, could yeah. do it, I'm yeah. pretty sure I can go yeah, do that's it. That's exactly what True. I saw. True. There you go. Um, okay. Hey, why don't you take yeah, this? I was just <laughs> freaking thinking the same thing. One contract uh, that I hate is uh, Jared Dudley from the Brooklyn Nets to the Lakers. Um, one year, $2.6 million. Um, I just don't like it at all. Like I'm not a Jared Dudley <laughs> fan. I thought he kind of embarrassed himself in the playoffs last year. I thought it was like honestly, what are you doing, guy? Um, he he's old. He's not cool in my mind. He's, he's I don't I don't think he's very good. Um, I, I I don't think he's going to provide much, and I think he's going to be a weird fit. And you know, so what do you L- guys think? L A is in this spot where like they have like top tier talent, a handful of top tier talent that all their money is going towards. So now it's like they kind of, by their own doing, 
it'll probably work out, but by their own doing, they handcuffed themselves, dumped all their money into a couple players' pockets, might sign Kawhi, so they need to keep that money available. So now it's kind of, I see them as like, shit, I need to fill out a roster. There's, yeah. Like, let's grab there's some not guys. That, there's not that know, many people like, you can sign. Exactly. So this is one of them. And also, get cheap. Yeah. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that by the end of next season... Our guest here, Real Nate Kramer, will love this guy. Oh, oh no! I, oh, I feel no. like no, I feel I'll like take. he's I feel like he's the guy I'll you take. hate him when he's on other team. No, and when he's on your team, it's a little better. I don't. I don't. It's hate a little better because I liked watching Jared Dudley again. He was that, a very good locker room guy. Well, in that uh, that uh, Philly Philly series. yeah the Philly Brooklyn series like that was fun. What to if watch. he comes? What if he comes out? To ta- he's talking. He's talking trash to the Celtics. You guys are whooping on it's kind him, of like, and he's just like, "Oh, I love that." I thought Jared Dudley freaking retired, doesn't he? He did, talk and then he came back <laughs> all the time. Yes, yeah. he, like he is pseudo retired. Yeah, pseudo retired. Oh, man, two forty-hour work a week work jobs. I, I saw this uh, post on Instagram. Something about, uh, you know, who Elmer Fudd is. Yes, I do. Did you guys see that post about Elmer Fudd like playing or, or in Space Jam where he's wearing the the uh-huh. headband? It looks exactly like Jared Dudley. Yeah. It was hilarious. You're not wrong. <laughs> yeah. It You're was not hilarious. Wrong. Okay, for some reason, the last signing we need to talk about. Yes. Boban Marjanovic. I think. Signed with Dallas Mavericks, two years, 70, seven, not 70 million, 7 million. That, this is the new Euro team. I'm going to pass the Spurs Euro yeah. team tag oh, true. to I the think, Mavs. Yeah, I think true. they're just taking it. I love this. I love uh, Boban. Yeah. Ex Spur, actually. But, yeah, uh, he was a really fun guy. Yeah. Good guy. Um, Definitely got that going. And he he can work, too. So Yeah. Um, yeah. That was NBA free agency. That was the news. Let's hit Ooh. recess. Yeah. Recess! Let's play some games! I want to play a game. If we played them ten times, they might win nine. But not this game. This is your time. Oh boy, is this great! Welcome to the show where everything's made up and the points don't matter. As we hit recess, we play a game that um, we've we haven't played that many times, but everyone's played a bunch of times, and c- continues to change on this podcast. It's called Mount Rushmore. Now, before we do this, let's go over the ground rules. Okay, Mount Rushmore. This week, we are doing Mount Rushmores. Who would you who would you like to have a beer with with a catch that Still Smooth came up with? That your guest that you're having a beer with can only tell the truth. Uh, what I mean by that is you can ask them the deepest, darkest secrets you want. Um, a lot of the times in the sports world, we'll get blurbs about um, you know new snippets, but we snippets, but we really don't know the full story. So that's how I wanted to develop this uh, Mount Rushmore. I thought it'd be kind of fun. Um, if anyone doesn't know. Mount Rushmore has four faces, so we each have a... <laughs> Pretty sure you didn't know. No, and that's why I think that's why we yeah, don't play Mount, Mount Rushmore a lot, because I don't think any of us no. know exactly always, how many faces are on Mount forget. Rushmore. So, Walsh Disney, do you want to take it away? Oh, should I start? Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with, for me, the first and probably most... These aren't in any order. Yeah. But probably the most obvious for people who know me a little bit, mm-hmm. Belichick. We're on to Cincinnati. Sure. I want to know. Uh, I want to know all about his football stuff. I want to know all the story. He's been everywhere. I want to know all the stories, and I want to know 
How much you really cheating? Yeah. And specifically, what haven't we uncovered? Because yeah. I, yes, what haven't we uncovered? Because I wouldn't be surprised to say, oh, so much more than you know. Or, not really that much. I honestly would not be surprised if he said not that much. And they're just bad at cheating, so every time they do, they get caught? Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? But <laughs> Belichick. I like that. And because I feel like, uh, you know, he's funnier. I, from what I've heard, he's a lot funnier than people give him credit for. Hmm. When he's talking to like the media, that's, a, that's an act. Because he just doesn't like them and doesn't want to give anybody anything. Sure. He seems like a Bush-heavy guy. Oh, fine with that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Real Nate Kramer, do you want to take it away? Yeah. Um, I mean, my first one is strictly like a right now type person. Like, I wouldn't really want to just have a, sit down and have a beer with him, you know, maybe in a couple months or so. It's, <laughs> but, but, like, right now, I just got to know. And since they can't lie, like... Kawhi, where are you going, dude? Nice. <laughs> I'll sit down with Kawhi. Nice. Okay. Where are you going, dude? Like, yeah. I've just been attached to my phone for the past couple <laughs> days, refreshing Instagram, refreshing the ESPN app. Every time I get a notification, yeah. boom, look at the phone immediately. I just got to know. Is it here? Like, sometimes I feel really good about it, sometimes I don't, so I'm a little on edge and I just want to know. He might yeah. be a yeah. low key, like, good beer buddy. I think he's, I think he's, 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 he's like Belichick. He's funnier. He jokes. Yeah. He's funnier by himself yeah. Than, yeah. than the media. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Totally. No, I, I agree. That's a good one. Okay, your first move. Uh, Dennis Rodman. He's my friend first. He's my friend. And I want to know what happens over in North Korea when he's sitting with oh, Kim Jong. Good one. <laughs> I'm not sure I want to. Dude, I'm that he I knew when I was writing this that he would be my first ma- First face, I'm not Careful Rushmore. what you ask for yeah. when, you know, when no one can lie. <laughs> That's true. That's all I'm saying. That's true. I think he would have some crazy good stories, though. So my uh, first face would be uh, Dennis Rodman. Okay. My second, Charles Barkley. Nice. He brings a different animal to the table. That dude won. So I was trying to do, like, who's, been, who's done a lot of stuff. He's got TV stories. He's got NBA stories. But... He's got Dream Team Olympic mm-hmm. stories. Mm-hmm. Those are the ones I want to hear. You hear about Olympic Village all the yeah. time. <laughs> yeah. They would have been there, right? And he was running it. Yeah. They would have been there, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I like that. Dude's lived a hell of a life. Yeah. <laughs> Seen some things. Um, another dude who's lived a hell of a life, uh, my second guy would probably be Lamar Odom. And Odom takes it in. Lamar Odom having a terrific game. Uh, this one Ooh. might have to be a non-alcoholic drink because I, uh, <laughs> yeah. I think he's sober right now. But yeah, Don't I mean, be that guy. <laughs> Get him the O'Doul's. Get him the like a non-alcoholic beer. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, all jokes aside, like Lamar Odom, I, I read like a Players' Tribune article a couple years ago and he went into depth on like everything that he went through and then where he's at now in life and, you know, the struggles and just coming out of it. And I think it'd be a pretty money conversation to have you could probably learn a lot from it and yeah just cool dude who's uh gone through a lot and you know it's kind of turned his life back around for the positive so mm-hmm. that's cool i agree i like that i like and, that and a champion and a uh, six man of the year with the lakers so yeah even more maybe he could bring his ring and show you <laughs> um my second face i'm gonna go dustin johnson golden child here needs a little jab every once in a while um, specifically, I want to know about slipping on the tile. <laughs> was he that coked out? I knew, I knew one of you was going yeah. to play yeah. So, Dustin Johnson, uh, I just, yeah, it, it'll be a quick beer. Um, don't really have to sit down with you that much, but I just want to hear the slipping and hurting your back story. Yeah. So, 
So I knew I needed to put a golfer. Yeah. Because, you know, everybody knows they're like the wildest athletes. Yeah. But I knew one of you was going to take that. So <laughs> I thought, and I'm going to need your help on this one. Either, easy, lefty, do we take Mickelson or do I go Tiger? What stories do you want to know? See, I feel like Phil's got everyone else's stories too. Yeah. He's got like more fun, like I know a bunch of people. But Tiger has his stories. Yeah. So I was like, which one? I don't even know. That's a good point. Who's I feel a better like one? Who would you take? I Phil would. Phil or Tiger? I probably want to talk to Tiger. I really want to talk to Tiger, but. I, I would go a different way. I think I'm going to take Phil. I would say Phil too, just because like, I want to hear the shit that like, he, if any, if anybody in the world is a degenerate gambler, it's Phil Nicholson. And like, yeah. I would just want to see or be a fly on the wall of like, those conversations where like a, a heated bet goes down and then he th puts up something crazy like his yeah. car or something. Yeah. Like, you know, like, I feel like Tiger's circle has to be so small, but Phil's like, what's up dude? Like yeah. he's friends with everyone. Uh, just, just, yeah. <laughs> so, um, but so no, Phil's, I'm going to go official. Phil's my third. That's a really interesting, great question. I'm just not that quick right now. A tiger story is, yeah, that's a, a great story. So you could, yeah. you could win either way. Uh, my turn? Yeah. What is this last? Is this the last one? Oh, wait. No, no this so is the third one. Third. You said your third one, your third one. Yeah. How yeah. many have you done? I've done two. Two. Okay, yeah. me too. Um, so third, Clay Thompson. Oh, snap. Yeah. Clay just Googled himself. It's a three-time champion already. <laughs> <laughs> That's dope. I oh. think uh, it's, it's not, you know, to find anything out specifically, but I feel like Clay and I have similar recreational interests. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it might be a fun nice. hour or so. Yeah. You know, yeah. Just kick back and chill. That would be a fun beer to have. <laughs> yeah. And I... Beer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing something. Um, but uh, I think that would also be kind of cool to talk to Clay about, like, how you, you became, like, that third piece on... Yeah. The Warriors, was it always okay, you know, and, yeah. being that third guy. Yeah, as like an athlete's yeah. son or whatever. Yeah. yeah, no, that's a good that's a good one as well. Um, this one, I'm inviting two people, um, Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire. In the field, number 70! How much more can you give us, Big Mac? Number 70! All right. Um, big... You were a big Sammy Sosa guy growing up. Um, I remember seeing Mark McGuire um, at Bush Field, or Bush. I Had think a it was Mark called. McGuire bat. Did you really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, those guys were heroes, and I remember like one of the vivid memories of my childhood was during that um, home run race between mm -hmm. uh, Sammy and Mark. Um, and then I would always talk to Dad like, "Oh, who hit? Did anyone hit a home run tonight?" Like. And I was keeping track, you know, like 58, 59. And it was just a cool time in my life. And then everything spiraled out of control you don't with say. PEDs and stuff like that. Yeah. So I want to hear, like, what, what kind of went on behind the scenes there. All right. I'll kick off the last round. My fourth and final uh, sculpture, carving, mm -hmm. whatever you want to call it, would be Chris Berman. Oh. Which is why I asked, does nice. it have to be a coach or an athlete? No, this is a sports figure because imagine that dude's stories. Not only does he have the ESPN stories, but he's connected to every sport. Correct. And that dude, from all accounts, has lived, uh, lived the line a couple times. Yeah. So, yeah, gotta be good stuff. And he's just a funny guy. 
Back, 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 back. Yeah, it'd be like, it's like the Chris Farley of sports. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I like that one. Uh, and then my fourth would be Shaq. No one touches the Shaq. Uh, Shaq just seems like he has so many great stories. I mean, similar to the Charles yeah. Barkley. Yeah. And then uh, he just seems like so like such a funny dude to hang around with. And I'm big fans of his sons, uh, Shakir and Sharif. And so you can kind of just catch up on everything. And, you know, Shaq Diesel, baby, most dominant of all time. So... <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that hand off, uh, and I'm gonna go. My third or my fourth head would be uh, Derek Jeter. Walt Reinheimer. <laughs> Are we good? Hey, Walt, you have to call you back, buddy. Um, and the reason why is I feel like Derek Jeter. I'm not a big baseball guy. I'm not a big Yankee guy. I'm not a big Derek Jeter guy. But he was the man when we were growing up and he lived such, I feel like publicly, he lived such a polished life, but I'm wondering if he was just able to contain his shit, you know? He definitely like, had the ladies. If, yeah, exactly. You know, you know that. And so you, you got those stories going on, but uh, I, I would want to hear about his stories growing up as Derek Jeter and just those party stories or whatnot, mm. but I think that'd be pretty cool. Cool. Oh, yeah. I think this was pretty cool. I, I did enjoy that. There's recess, Mount Rushmore. Um, if you hear this and you have the uh, the want to, let us know. Who are your four that you'd have a beer with? And they can't lie to you. The other person who doesn't lie to you. You can't. It's not <laughs> It's PTO. This is PTO's picks. La, la, yeah. la, la, wait till I give my money right. This table's hot. I want some of this money. Get me in this game. Come on. Seen this much cash in your entire life? Get money, get money, get money. New money, new money, new money. Five on red. Gambling. Don't say anything about gambling. It's not gambling when you know you're going to win. Thank you at Walsh Disney for that introduction. And this is PTO's Picks, where I make the picks and you make the money. This week, I have the U.S. women's national team um, in their final game, the Women's World Cup against Netherlands. I have them winning uh, two to zero. Right now, USA uh, is favored in this match, negative 145 to the Netherlands, plus 125. The over-under is at two and a half goals. I believe the U.S. women are going to final total it out 2-0. But here's a little blurb about the U.S. Uh, the U.S.'s matchup. So, the United States has yet to trail this tournament, but has conceded in th conceded goals in three straight games, handling adversity masterfully in each match after not allowing a goal in the group stage. Um, here is a couple of the opponents or the opponent list that the U.S. had run through on their journey uh, to the final. Uh, Thailand, they ended up beating 13-0, Chile 3-0, Sweden 2-0, Spain 2-1, France 2-1, England 2-1. Uh, 
Um, so the U.S. has won 12 consecutive matches and extended its unbeaten streak to 14 uh, this year in all competitions. Um, U.S. women's uh, national coach, Coach Ellis, is still undefeated as a Women's World Cup head coach. Um, but like the U.S., the Dutch haven't lost. They've run through the knockout stage and are beaming with confidence, securing wins over Japan and Sweden in the process. And they have also uh, not conceded in a goal, conceded a goal in the last 227 minutes. Each match is 90 minutes, so that's roughly two and a half games. Um, 16 of the 23 players on the Dutch women's national team are of the age 26 or younger. That's a young squad that will likely uh, be a favorite in the 2023 World Cup if they continue to trend upwards. However, this is the team's national debut in a World Cup final and just their second ever World Cup appearance. For many players on the U.S., this is their third or second or third final, and that experience is a huge boost of confidence. Um, six of the projected starters for the U.S. are over 30, including all three uh, forwards, Heath, Rapino, and Morgan. Um, um, and the last two just turning 30 on, uh, July, or in July. Uh, the concern would be that if the U.S. had an old defense um, that was a step slow going up, at, up against the talented Dutch attack, but in games like these, uh, you want experience in the final third, and no team in this competition has more than that, than the Americans. Again, Walsh Disney, I'm predicting the Americans to win the World Cup this year. Uh, final score, two to zero against the Netherlands. Lock it in. Okay, so you're taking the under on the goals. Yes. Taking the Americans to win. Correct. And uh, they want, they can go find Alex Morgan with a goal and Tobin Heath with a goal. Right? Hey, let's go. Yeah. Right? I like that. Do you want to go find your own stuff? Yeah. Okay. I like that. And I also... Oh! A little... This last thing real quick. The the coach for, for the women's team mm -hmm. is British. Yes. Do you like that? I didn't know that. I don't like that. I don't like that either. The, you can't be an American coach, a British-American coach. Yeah. Come on now. And uh, we just whooped their ass. What the yeah. heck? Yeah. Wait. You're going... Klinsman, who's the men's um, coach, is German. Could you? So it's weird. Could oh. they do that in the Olympics? Like, is, is I don't this think the same so. Coach as the U.S. Oh, I don't mm. head coach in to, the Olympics. To play mm. in the Olympics for your country, you have to be what is I think much predominantly like that. Yeah, I, th I would have assumed it was the same here. So but maybe I don't they think just it like must not be the same thing. I don't know. I mean, you would. Still yeah. have your same. I don't know. I don't know how that works. To be honest, crazy. But I don't like it. No, I don't like it. Don't like it at all. Not one bit. Okay. Um, well, anyway, that's this week's episode. Mm -hmm. Hope you liked it. A lot of NBA talk that we gave you. You should be uh, almost up to date. You're up to date with everything that we've got as of 4:22 on Friday the fifth. Okay. Next week. <sighs> here it is. It's coming. Let's go. Next week. It'll be the three of us, and uh, we'll be doing random thoughts. Right? Probably That's 90 minutes right? of random randomness, random thoughts. Oh, At yeah. least 90 minutes. At almost, maybe at least. Uh, we all have a lot of random thoughts, a lot of stuff kicking around up there, and we're going to talk a lot about it. And then we are also going to do a recess, and we are going to play Listen and List It. 
games we only a game we only play on special occasions. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it gets heated. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you played that game. I did. In Arizona. I did. I you played in Arizona second. with yeah. us. I think you beat me. Did I? You did. It means I'm one on one in that yeah. game. Yeah. The infamous Christmas listen <laughs> listed. There's a lot of yelling. <laughs> <laughs> there might be some yelling. Yeah, there probably there might be. be some yelling next week, so always tune in for that. Um, for everything else, for sporting news, we are going to try and be super active on social media next week to make up for the fact that we're not actually talking sports. Um, but we did promise this, and it is actually happening, something mm-hmm. we don't do often here. But uh, we like to keep you on your toes. So be, stay tuned for that. Those social media accounts, so you can stay tuned on our takes on the sports world. On Twitter, it's bundle, bold under, underscore nonsense. What did I? I don't know even sure what I started saying. Not sure. Twitter, it's bold <laughs> underscore nonsense. Instagram, it's bold dot nonsense. And if you see those takes and you're just like, oh, wow, I need, I really need to let them know what I think about this, mm-hmm. then you can always email us. At boldnonsensepodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Hit us up there. Expect the show on Saturdays. This one will be out on Saturday. Unless things just go horribly wrong. Let's hope not. Let's hope not. Find it on SoundCloud or iTunes. If you find it on iTunes, subscribe, then rate, review it. Let us know what you're thinking. And then also tell a couple people about it. Now we will spread the word. Yeah. Spread the community. The yeah. senseless community. Like a virus. Wow. <laughs> like vines. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or like yeah. the, uh, the shadow monster. Yeah. Of the upside, down. Yeah, of the upside down. down. That's yeah. what I meant. Yeah. Exactly. Vines of the okay. upside down. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. That's scary shit. Yeah. Yeah. We were at the... Uh, we kept driving by fields to get to St. Paul. Yeah. And uh, that's what I, the whole time I was thinking like, oh, whenever there are vines over there. Is Will out there? there. Yeah. (laughs) The the crops were healthy. Yeah. So it was okay. We're in a good place. All right. Um, You lead us out of here. Yeah. Uh, I'm at Still Smooth. Had a pleasure. I was looking forward to this uh, podcast. NBA Free Agency is my favorite time of the year. So happy to do this with you too. Uh, I'm at Still Smooth. Much love. I'm at Walsh Disney. If you love it, love us. And... Uh, I'm at Real Nate Kramer, and I appreciate you guys having me, guys. It was fun talking some free agency and senseless. Uh, stay tuned because Kawhi's going to drop that news to, <laughs> probably t- tonight or tomorrow. So yeah, stay tuned. So, stay tuned. so if you want to see a hell of a celebration, <laughs> I think is what he's saying. <laughs> yeah. Go find him yeah, at Real fo- Nate. Follow Kramer. me on Instagram. Get the followers up. I'll keep the stories active. <laughs> <laughs> he'll keep it. He'll keep it active. Thank you so much. Real. It, at, why can't, I can't talk today. At Real Nick Kramer, thank you for joining us. This podcast is meant for three, and somebody decided not to show up. Because they had to go, what, California? Come on, man. To go so, enjoy summer? Places, hey, over, places overrated. That's why they all keep coming up here. You're employed. You're employed by the Bull wow. Nonsense Podcast. Just for now. For now. <laughs> but we thank you for listening to episode 71 of the Bold Nonsense Podcast. Make sure you stay senseless. It's over. Go home. Go.